Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The Pod Network Entertainment. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. Welcome to the big time! Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. You know your damn role and shut your damn mouth. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I have to finish the story. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Ila Dragunov, the star Bang, the sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Chino Liao, and Rowan ASH checking in on a Picks of the Week episode. We're recording this on Monday. It is National Heroes Day. Tama ba? Or is it Idel Fidel? Oh, Nino. Nino Day. Oh, yeah, Nino Yakino. Yeah, Nino Yakino Day. Jeez, I'm, I'm getting my holidays mixed up. Na, Mar- na Marcos ka na Stan. <laughs> oh! That is the worst insult you can hurl my way on a day like this. Ouch, uh, but I will take the L. Uh, much deserved L kasi nakalimutan ko yung holiday for today. Uh, but I hope you're checking this out uh, on a shortened work week. And I hope that you're also uh, staying away from the traffic that na ng FIBA World Cup. So uh, it's about to be a big, big week. It's actually my last podcast um, with you guys for the next week or so. Because I'll also be uh, working the FIBA Basketball World Cup. So for everyone who's going to be there, kita kita tayo sa games. Uh, Rowan, it's nice to hear that you actually have a voice today coming off of MWF Road to Fate. Yeah, I mean, pag-uwi ko, I immediately drank lukewarm water. I don't know if that was really a help, pero I thought it would do me, ano, like I thought it would help. Uh, yeah, probably and, not, no. Uh, you're, you're better off drinking water while you're actually trying to start the chance na hindi sinasabayan ng mga tao. <laughs> I, I, what I only did like last night on Road to Fate, I started the chance and then let them do the rest. So, parang ako lang taga umpisa. Alam mo yung biggest help, General, and parang hindi mo ng bosses. Sumigaw. <laughs> Don't be such a mark. Yes. <laughs> I just, I just with the burn. Not that not not being a fan is wrong. It's just that you know, uh, Rowan here in has moderation. had a track record. Be, yeah, be a fan in moderation. Yes, yeah. yes. Rowan here has a track record of uh, losing his voice at live pro wrestling events. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. So shout shout out para sa mga ano na kilala ko last night. So I met Lex for the first time, our longtime listener. Naka uh, like the KP, KP Cafe boys. And the grab driver who uh, who picked me up, who's also a content creator, just he, uh, shit, I forgot his name, MJ23 something. 
but uh, he's, he's a driver. He's, he's doing moto vlogs and all. Yeah, uh, shout out to you. I, I I will get your name right in the next uh, audio recording. Yeah, whenever that is. Because with Rowan and his spotty attendance record, baka October niya na ulit pabati si Kuya MJ23 something. Baka no, <laughs> baka pinsan siya ni Jake something. Oh, maybe. <laughs> hmm. All right, uh, we got a lot uh, planned for you guys here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast because as Rowan alluded to, it's really fun meeting our listeners, fun meeting members of the wrestling community. And it's great whenever we get together to just show the world that the wrestling community in the Philippines is alive and well. And one of the events that we're planning is something that Chino actually spearheaded. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, turn the floor over to him so he can tell you all about what's happening on September. Yes, September 23rd, we are having the first time in a long time, quite frankly. Frankly, the wrestling wrestling quiz night. Yeah, and daming mga mamaru sa comments natin and telling us what they know better than us. It's time to prove your worth. September 23, Hobby Stadium, QC, my hometown. I'm so excited for this one because we get to gather all the biggest wrestling nerds under one roof to test our wrestling knowledge and know-how. We're going to wrap. We we are going to um, ask questions out about different categories. Merenja, yung mga wrestling moments, mga theme songs that everybody loves listening to. All of that and more on our very first a uh, post pandemic wrestling wrestling quiz night happening September twenty third. That is a Saturday. Three hundred fifty pesos with one free iced tea. Care of the good people at Hobby Stadium. Magbibigay din sila ng prizes for all of us alongside our partners from Hobbyline Toys in uh, Shopsville Plus. So ang grand prize natin for that night is a limited, very rare, sensational Sherry uh, WWE Legends figure worth about 3,000 pesos. Second, yeah, a little bit more. A little bit more. A little bit more, yeah. And then second prize natin is a blaster pack of WWE trading cards, care of the good people of Hobby Stadium. Meron din tayong mga GCs to give away that night, of course, for Hobby Stadium. So for all that goodness and more, just stay tuned to our social media pages on how to get tickets. That's uh, at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, at Wrestling 2X Pod, on all the um, applicable social media channels. Yeah, uh, so that's where you can find ticketing information. We hope to see you there again September 23, Saturday night, mga 7 p.m. sa Hobby Stadium. Thank you very much to our partners, Hobby Stadium and Hobby Line Toy Store, to uh, Mr. Jansen Alcantara, who is a longtime supporter of the wrestling community. And, and Steven Steve Mr. and Raymond. Of, that's right, uh, Stephen Go, Stadium. Raymond Season of uh, Hobby Stadium. Uh, really huge fans as well of pro wrestling, our favorite art form. Uh, we also have our Patreon program, our community over there, uh, napaka-lively as always, and it's a growing community of wrestling fans, and we have a special treat for our patrons. Uh, we've got some watch parties coming up. Medyo dere-derecho sila actually from All In this weekend to All Out next weekend and Payback as well. All of those viewing parties 
all in one roof, so to speak, and that is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Patreon community. All you have to do is to go to patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. You can sign up for as low as $5 or 260, 270 pesos a month. Uh, one of our main benefits for our patrons is you get a special discounted rate sa service fee namin para sa mga pasabay. So uh, if you notice on our social media pages, uh, we actually did our pilot run and you merch na binili ng aming patrons, they're actually on the way to the Philippines as we speak. We hope to get them by mid-September. So sometime then, we'll probably do another run. So stay tuned if you want to get your authentic merch from WWE Shop, Pro Wrestling Tees, uh, all the other wrestling stores, uh, all, all those other brands. And we're not just limiting it to the online stores of the big major companies. We're actually getting wrestling merch from other brands like Roots of Fight, like Omaj. Suplex Apparel, yamangayan, those orders, we can help coordinate those as well for our Pasabay. So stay tuned for our next Pasabay run. Again, as Chino said, uh, it's on at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Facebook and Instagram or on Twitter and on TikTok. It is at Wrestling2XPod. And for the discounted service fee, not not the actual prices, kasi hindi namin control yun, yung service fee lang. Uh, just subscribe to our Patreon over at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for about $5 a month or mga 260 to uh, 270 pesos sa pera natin. Alright, time for us to get to our picks of the week. We're gonna start with Rowan who uh, tried to beat the buzzer with his pick of the week. Shelton Benjamin in Chris Van Vliet's uh, interview, Insight. So, I just want to mention first that I didn't see much of Shelton's work because uh, 2010 now, wrestling fandom. And in other promotions, di ko rin naman siya na sundan. I didn't know that there was a Ring of Honor or any other promotions outside the WWE. So, I only caught like yung ECW run niya and yung SmackDown run niya. So, what I did was after listening or like seeing those matches, na, and lalo na yung mga yung 2017 run niya, I went to the network and looked up his matches like the one he faced Triple H and pulled up that upset. That Shawn Michaels match where he got that super kick and that uh, impromptu Taboo Tuesday match with Chris Jericho. And with all of those matches and his moveset, I was really convinced that he could have been a world champion. Because yun yung main talking points. Bakit hindi siya naging world champion? And uh, like what prevented him from getting that uh, opportunity? Although he had some ano, title matches. Naman. He had an IC title reign. And then uh, sometime in 2006, uh, he reunited with uh, Charlie Haas. And he also had a U.S. title run, which I thought would be his like career renaissance and would have a world title run eventually. Pero hindi nangyari. And then eventually he left. And then it also they also talked about the OVW batch na lahat halo sila naging world champion. And then siya lang yung hindi. Teka lang, correct natin yun, na, yung OVW class that he actually talks about. They were a very stacked group. And it's not just the big four that a lot of people know of. Diba? The big four being John Cena, Randy Orton, Brock Lesnar, and Dave Batista. But Shelton, in that interview, actually says that uh, people like Rico were also part of that class. But he was actually a fun wrestler uh, back in the day. But you know, you and I actually got to see yeah, his, no, his work. Yeah, uh, no, Rico and Billy and Chuck, that whole <laughs> slightly controversial nowadays take yes. on... Yeah. On the LGBTQ community it was pretty oh. fun in, in its time capsule. 
The yeah, one. speaking of Rico, uh, I believe Shelton also mentions Jackie Gaida as part of that OVW class. Victoria Perfect. was also part of their OVW class. So, hindi lang yung big four na, ano, na we commonly associate with the OVW class of 2002. But uh, really, when you think of that class, it's those four Hall of Famers or future Hall of Famers and Shelton Benjamin. Those are like the five biggest names to come out of that class. Pero, you know, uh, sige, going back to your point, Rowan. Yeah, and they also talk about... Uh, Shelton Benjamin being uh, a future Hall of Famer. I mean, see, si Shawn Michaels nga nag-vouch, nag-vouch na para sa kanya eh, na he could be a future Hall of Famer. I mean, yung buong run niya, kahit hindi siya naging world champion, pwede na rin pang Hall of Fame kasi knowing his uh, achievements and accolades, US title, world tag titles, feeling ko maging Hall of Famer din naman siya. And the fact that he put over some people, tsaka... Okay lang na he kept a low profile in 2017. He didn't have to like ano, have a world title run kasi it's too late na rin to chase the world title by then. Pero yun nga, he, he teamed up with Gable pero like he didn't have to chase the world title. They did have a tag team run which is decent naman. Pero yeah, could have been better. Yeah, uh, I I checked out part of this interview. Uh, Chris Van Vliet's podcast, Insight, is actually one of the better interview podcasts right now. Um, if you love uh, hearing yung behind the scenes uh, stuff, uh, and and the way that Chris Van Vliet conducts his interviews, he tries to fish for info without overly fishing for info, and that's something I appreciate about him. He's not parang sobrang chismoso na he wants the dirt. What he tries is you know, approach niya na he wants to get to know the person behind the character. And it helps that Chris Van Vliet is someone who's really uh, been embedded na into the industry, someone that made personal relationships with a lot of these wrestlers. Even though Chris Van Vliet, uh, to my knowledge, has never really been in the WWE system. Diba? Unlike someone like a Rene Paquette or a Chris Jericho, na they've actually been in the uh, backstage areas or the locker rooms with uh, these wrestlers. See, Chris Van Vliet, for the most part, has been doing his own thing as a media personality outside of the major wrestling company. So for him to have this access and these relationships with uh, his interviewee says a lot about uh, what he's done in his career. And I love how he's able to really... Uh, know so much about his interviewee. So, uh, alam niya na si Shelton Benjamin is actually one of those guys who prefers to hang out and play video games with Zina Woods and that he just works out all day instead of being one of the partying types, uh, which is more of yung kinalakhan ni Shelton Benjamin when he first entered the WWE. So, um, that's something that I love that uh, Chris Van Vliet was able to flesh out from the conversation with Shelton Benjamin. Actually, there's more than what, uh, halos half na nung episode ginawang short sa YouTube. So I was able to catch a good chunk of it. I appreciate Van Vliet not just for this episode, but for all the episodes he puts out. Because yeah, he has that approach to journalism that I really like. It's um pang chismoso hindi, He's like a, he's to me a male Rene Paquette at this point in his wrestling uh, journalism, wherein he's able to talk to a person and have a conversation with them while also get the information that all of us fans want to hear, right? that that inside, that nitty-gritty, that we all love to talk about so much on this pod. So I'm actually also very surprised that he didn't pick up the bigger companies, but I appreciate the work he does with the smaller independents. He also had a great episode out with Billy Corgan, I believe, right after this one, which was also a, a good listen. So check out all his apps, guys, after, of course, checking ours out. 
Yeah, uh, I personally, I've become a fan of Chris Van Vliet stuff. And uh, not gonna lie, he's also one of those guys on my career pegs list. So thank you, Rowan, for picking this uh, Shelton Benjamin interview on his podcast. Uh, again, it's called Insight with Chris Van Vliet. All right, our next pick of the week comes from Emil Nate. No longer an ASH for those of you who missed our surprise announcement in live stream. He picks Ray Phoenix versus Commander from AEW Rampage over the weekend. And as expected, Ray Phoenix and Commander, these are two luchadors. So, siempre, they did some good lucha things. And uh, Emil felt like this was a breakout match for Commander and that Ray Phoenix uh, really did a good job of making him look great. Uh, in, in that match The crowd got into it And sabi ni Emil It's rare to see a Rampage crowd Be so into it Considering na If you if you didn't know this They tape episodes of Rampage Right after the two-hour Dynamite live show So uh, I've been to one of these events Not an AEW event But like a SmackDown Where uh, they still tape something After uh, after the episode So um, I've actually been there Alam ko na nakakapagod siya After you watch a two-hour live show Which is the main show and then my one hour pa na tape program, um, the energy does go down and people kind of leave na rin eh. So, uh, kung let's say 100% yung crowd during the main show, like a SmackDown or a Dynamite, uh, at the time that I watched, it was 205 Live. Or in this case, like Emil mentions, it's Rampage. Noticeably lower na yung energy kasi mas maliit na rin yung crowd. So, uh, he appreciated now how energetic the crowd was despite um, Dynamite having ended already. And he said that watching Ray Phoenix versus Commander reminded him of the old WCW Cruiserweight division, which is a a nice little reference for young Emil here. And um, this is the type of match that would open the show, would be the show stealer. And that's exactly what we got with Ray Phoenix and Commander uh, scaling the ropes, actually walking them like a tightrope several times and pulling off all those high-impact moves. Uh, Ikaw, Chino, uh, do you agree with this comparison Emil made with the old cruiserweight division of the WCW well, era? Well, yes and no. Ang maganda dito kasi, Commander is newer to the sabihin na nating stateside type of wrestling. Diba? Yeah. That, that WCW, uh, sorry, AEW rather, tries to emulate um, in this regard. So see, si Ray Phoenix has been in the US a lot longer. So he's a little bit more familiar with the storytelling beats that you have to hit in certain wrestling matches. And you Lucha Libre style kasi focuses more on the, um, I'd say, pageantry and in-ring in uh, athleticism that they tend to show off. So, maganda dito is na-tone down ng konti ni Ray Phoenix yung style ni Commander to tailor it to the Western audiences or to the American audiences that that AEW is trying to, see, to uh, captivate, to capture. And at the same time, dun nga pumapasok yung reference na sinasabi ni Emil, diba? Because I, I can really see yung mga yung time na yun yung sila Juventud Guerrero and, and them trying to do that same thing on a Nitro or on a Thunder. So this was a, a very much appreciated callback to those uh, wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Ikaw, Rowan, uh, what was your impression uh, with this match that featured so many good lucha things? Yeah, so <laughs> I I still have this bad habit na I I don't watch AW regularly, but it's the first time that I've seen Commander in a singles match. I've seen him in a battle royal uh on Rampage, but like this singles match, like he was so impressive. Like not only that he's a luchador, but he also does like uh like power moves and even technical stuff. Yeah, it was so impressive like parang hybrid nga siya of an athlete. 
or of our of a wrestler. Medyo gasgas na linya na to when I uh review or like w- when I talk about matches dito dito sa pick of the week. Pero like I love the false finishes. Like the the finish of like them exchanging moves, spamming finishers. Tapos they would just kick out until Ray Phoenix would hit the spinning uh some uh no 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 spinning muscle buster, which I think I haven't done in the Fight Forever video game yet, or probably will add in the game. I uh like that was the best finish I've seen. Parang it has everything. Yeah, that uh, spinning muscle buster was a thing of beauty. Um, great way to finish the match as well. So, uh, again, um, Emil hit it right on the head. Nah, it was probably the show stealer of that rampage, and it was a great way to really wake you up. If in case you were in that live crowd, coming off of another stack dynamite taping as usual. We'll take a break. When we come back, our last three picks for this week's audio-only episode. But first, a quick word from our other podcasts on the Pod Network. Let's get to our second half of our picks of the week. We'll pick it up from last week's Raw. Ano pick mo, Chino? A great week for Canadian legends because my pick goes out to Trish versus Becky in that concourse brawl that erupted from their supposed uh, feud ender match uh-huh. last week's Raw. Salamat ka na ba, Chino? Thank you. I always say thank you, Trish. You know that, Stan. Uh-huh. I'm always grateful for Trish Stratus in my life, in my wrestling diet. Because Trish Stratus has been having one hell of a resurgence in this part of her career. Dati kasi, ang perception ng mga tao pag may bumabalik na legends is typically, nagpapakita lang sila for one or two rows, tas pay-per-view, tas wala na. Trish Stratus has been at this feud for a good few months now and mag- it'll come to head in a cage match. Something... There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. That I believe she hasn't done yet in her career. But she's been checking a lot of um, bucket list matches off her uh, bucket list here, uh, of course. Because she did the money in the back, which was essentially her first ladder match. And now she's yep. doing her first cage match against somebody who is essentially the face of the women's division at this point. So ang ganda lang din ng feud niya because it's a, it allows Trish to do things that she never rest necessarily got to do during her Attitude Era or Ruthless Aggression run. I said the wrestling at that time for women was a lot different. It was a lot, it's a lot more um, sexual for lack of a better term. So at least this time around, nakita natin yung Trish the athlete 
Trish the character, Trish the storyteller um, in this uh, feud with Becky Lynch. And that's why I enjoyed this feud so much or this Ikaw. brawl so much. Ikaw, Rowan, uh, did you get to catch this one? Because um, I was really expecting that this would be the match. So um, unlike Chino, who was all in on the steel cage match, I was actually kind of surprised. Now, oh, okay. Uh, we're going to end with a double countout and we're going to lead up to a steel cage match. Alright, so first off, uh, I really appreciate uh, Trish's run right now. Ito yung parang last dance niya. Like, I, parang yun yung impression ko. Tsaka, I, I think I've said this uh, in early 2023 na uh, Trish, both Trish and Lita are way better than their ruthless aggression run. Now, I'm not saying na they were terrible back then, pero parang, I'd say medyo limited, pero right now, parang mas na papakita nila like what they can do and they haven't done it yet back then now going to this match uh this match is fun and it's not like SummerSlam quality pero it was entertaining parin. it ended in a double countout in order to build up a match which is fine i thought dito na nga magtatapos yung rivalry eh. like i'm i'm sure they they can extend it to payback pero the uh that cage match would be next week on Raw, I think. And then, there, so there was no winner. And then, I, I love that they brawled all over the place, which is something that I loved in wrestling. Na. <laughs> They're fighting outside the ring. And, like, they, they fight over the, the concession stand, the merch stand, everywhere. Kaya, kaya may false count anywhere matches, I look forward to it. But I think, in my opinion, I guess the feud would be better if it would end in another stipulation that probably Trish hasn't done, an I quit match. Yeah, um, I don't know if uh, Trish is on a revenge tour, so to speak. Nah, all of the things that she wasn't able to do in her initial run, now that uh, the women's uh, division of the WWE is in a way better place, uh, that you know women are getting more opportunities than they did in her in her heyday in her prime, diba? So, um, you know, like the two of you, I'm really happy to see Trish getting this opportunity for herself because not every wrestler who was able to shine. During that time, diba? in the early 2000s, the ruthless aggression days or the tail end ng attitude era, not every one of them gets this opportunity. Um, I'm starting to wonder actually at this point if you think that the Becky Trish story has gone on for too long. Because if you think about it, this has also been going on since right after WrestleMania. So, Ikaw, Rowan, do you think that it's too long? Yeah, I think it even started before WrestleMania. So, well, actually the heel turn started at after Mania, pero yun na nga, the storyline has been going on for so long. It should have ended no SummerSlam, pero they weren't booked at SummerSlam. I caught, I thought it would have ended last week on Monday, pero it didn't. Pero maybe this week it might end. Mm-hmm. Ang feeling ko kasi dito, yes, it has gone on for quite a bit, but at the same time, we're getting a cage match out of it, diba? So what better way to cap off a feud? But if it so happens to be Trish's last match in the WWE, then I'm happy for her that we got, that she got the most out of this run of her career and that we got to see as much of Trish Stratus in this later part of her career. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, we'll see what happens for um, you know, a steel cage match that they're building up. Uh, the Becky Trish rivalry is definitely probably, um, or is definitely 
uh, the defining Becky Lynch story of 2023. I will say this. All right, let's move on to Rose Pick, which is from Collision, which aired here in the Philippines yesterday. The main event between Christian Cage and Darby Allen. So uh, let's first point out this fun fact that Edge and Christian main evented back-to-back wrestling shows this weekend in the year of our Lord 2023. Holy crap! Chino, you and I, for us to say this at this point in our lives and wrestling fandom, it's mind-blowing. Yeah, no, I know. It's very... Uh, it's... <laughs> Hindi ko din siya naisip no una eh, when, when, until Roe brought it up. So the fact that we are having this a good 20 years, sabi natin, since we've seen Edge and Christian on our TV screens, just blows my mind. Isipin mo si Edge nag-out pa yan ng 11 years bago siya nakabalik, diba? So, yeah, 9 years naman, 9 years naman. However long it was, holy F, ang tagal din talaga. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rose says that working with Christian forced Darby Allen to work the old school less is more style, which is great. Uh, it, you know, um, Darby wasn't bad, uh, and he actually benefited now from working the slower pace. And Rose also points out that Christian definitely still has it, and it it really helps now. He works a more limited schedule because of his age and because of his uh, odometer, right? His injury history. When I was watching this match, I loved Christian baiting Darby Allen with a title. But there was a spot there where yeah. nasa labasi Christian right in front of uh, the announce table. He took the TNT Championship. He was baiting Darby. Sabi niya, oh, you want this, right? Tara, halika na. Ano, kunin mo, kunin mo. And then nung uh, nag-reach out si Darby, Christian yanked it back and then he smacked him. Uh, like he really made Darby look stupid there, which I, I, I found super entertaining. I enjoyed the spot in the upper left corner from the hard cam side where Darby used the turtleneck ni Christian to his advantage. So na bulag bulag si Christian dun. So that was super entertaining as well. And Christian just living out his Delulu era is one of the best things in wrestling right now. So um, I'm, I'm really enjoying this uh, Christian Cage, or this version rather of Christian Cage that we're seeing right now. And it's a great reminder why I fell in love with this man and uh, his his stylings as a professional wrestler. It's like a modern take on his run. Kasama pa niya si Tyson Tomko. Yeah, diba? yeah, that's in, absolutely in, in right. The, in the early 2000s. So ang ganda, ang ganda lang din yung nuances. The fact that he's able to adapt that character to, to the year of our Lord 2023 is incredible because it's still applicable, very much applicable in our current uh, diaspora as wrestling fans. So it's not out of place. He's there. He's able to make it work. And he's able to make it work with somebody who is contrasting his style in all sorts of manners. So I enjoyed watching this matchup. Yeah, even yung palita nila ni Darby nung La Magistral Credo. That was a really fun sequence as well. So uh, go check it out if you had to uh, cherry pick yung weekend wrestling. And we understand that, you know, these uh, wrestling shows could take up a lot of your time, which is why we record these uh, Picks of the Week episodes to begin with. Ikaw, uh, Rowan, what was your favorite part of this match? So yeah, uh, again, this match is another match I enjoyed this morning because of Christian's performance. Yun yung na-enjoy ko. Like, this AEW run was like a this is what I could have done if I didn't retire or if I wasn't concussed in 2014 uh type of run ni Christian saka I, I'm having this dilemma na parang sino kaya anong run niya yung parang best heel run niya was it like the 2011 or this current run now I, I can't really talk about the Tyson Tomko partnership run kasi hindi ko siya napanood even if I was watching the Ruthless uh, Network 
Pero like both 2011 and this current run is like very entertaining na hindi ko alam kung sino sa kanila yung mas entertaining. And another guy we're going to talk about is Darby. So I'm not a Darby guy but the outcome was so surprising that despite him getting beat up all over the place and uh Christian like dominating the entire match I was surprised that he still won. Yeah. Uh um I I enjoyed yung pag build up nila to the all in match. Uh kasi clearly this is where they're leading into it. Um you know I I am beginning to feel like Christian and Luchasaurus are giving Darby Allen this uh piece of adversity na hinahanap ko whenever I I see Darby Allen getting into feuds. So uh, it's nice to see Ren na Darby is looking in different directions kasi diba kalaban din niya sina Swerve, sina AR Fox, the Mogul affiliates and then kalaban niya tong sina Christian and Luchasaurus. So uh it's a, it's a great way to see Darby really having his focus divided and uh becoming a real underdog and uh, like you, Rowan, I'm not the biggest Darby Allen fan, but I'm not gonna lie, I'm buying into the underdog uh, vibe that Darby Allen has right now. Alright, let's move on to our last pick. Uh, it is my pick of the week, and I will also call it the consensus pick of the week because this is absolute must-watch if uh, you even have any... Uh, fiber in your being that claims to be a wrestling fan. And this is the main event between Edge and Sheamus no SmackDown over the weekend. 25th anniversary celebration the Edge. And a lot of people um, have basically considered it Edge's last match. Um, he hasn't really confirmed it yet, even no post-match promo niya after SmackDown went off the air. It really wasn't confirmed if last match niya yun. Sinabi lang niya na it was his last time in Toronto. Last time being in front of all those fans in the Air Canada Center. Uh, but goddamn, uh, that match between Edge and Sheamus had so much emotion. Because that entire episode was built around celebrating Edge. It was as if everybody kind of knew, but everybody also kind of didn't know. So, bakasakali na lang, if this really was it, edi, na, bigay na natin kay Edge. The, all the video packages, the tributes, the retrospectives on his career, leading into Edge and Sheamus acknowledging their own personal history. And when they got in the ring, um, I, I loved how that uh, Toronto crowd just booed the hell out of Sheamus. Because uh, clearly, people didn't want Edge to be beaten in Toronto in what people were all assuming was his last match. The emotion was there. They kept cutting to Beth Phoenix. Uh, Edge uh, kissed his kids and Beth Phoenix before he got in the ring. Uh, Edge even busted out all of his signature moves from the Edgeomatic to the uh, Educator. I think he tried the Execution as well. And then, siempre yung mga spear pinakita niya, like the intensity of the spear kite uh, for that that last time. Uh, really great stuff. And I was really expecting na sobrang emotional niya na Edge would um, be defeated in his final match. So nagulat ako na Edge won. So that was a surprise, even though um, I did my best to be unspoiled because I watched that match like. 13, 14 hours after the fact, I wasn't spoiled. So nagulat ako na, wow, Edge won. And somehow it was still very emotional for me um, as an Edge fan. You know, somebody who really uh, sunk my teeth into the cool factor of someone like Edge. Yung tipong pro wrestling became very cool for me because of Edge. And I owe so much of my fandom to him na parang just watching that moment, watching that match was so meaningful for me. And uh, if, you know, just to echo the words of Michael Cole at the start of the match, if that really was it, if the rumors were true, then, you know, Edge really tore the house down alongside Sheamus on SmackDown. 
Uh, I got Rowan. I know you only caught the tail end of Edge's run and, you know, whatever he was able to give us through this um, renaissance period or this comeback run. So uh, was this also an emotional ride for you? Yeah, sobra. Like, it's sobra emotional because the setting, like how, how you're looking at the screen, like how, how what, what you see on the screen, like the crowd is very emotional. They're, they are very invested. I was glad if I flash the screen to Beth. And when Sheamus is dominating the match, beating the hell out of Edge, parang parang ikaw din may inis ka as an Edge fan. Uh, on the SmackDown before this, parang I, I still can't believe na they will have a one-on-one match for the first time. Although they met no ng tag matches naman eh. pero I still can't believe that was a fact they never met before. This match was like a New Japan level match because of. Because the match pretty much told us a story, even though we heard rumors that this is yet to be Edge's last match. And props to Sheamus because uh, comparing his face babyface run from 2012, parang hindi ganito eh. Uh, parang comedic pa siya nene. Eto parang maseseryoso mo siya sa brawling brutes uh, role niya. And I'm I'm really appreciative of his run and. Come to think of it, parang ang, ano, heel Sheamus siya, even if he's a face Sheamus in that very performance. Yeah, that and, happens, diba? Whenever you have a babyface versus babyface matchup, there are certain factors that lead to the crowd being more uh, m- more supportive of one guy over the other. In which case, the other guy becomes y- your de facto heel. That happens talaga. And we saw that. Uh, so great job din kay Sheamus because he leaned into it and... I think he did it by design then because natural naman na Sheamus being the younger bigger guy would be the de facto heel against Edge who was in his hometown in what a lot of people assume to be his last match and it made him the perfect dance partner for Edge right so mm-hmm. one more thing uh I'm glad that Edge uh will be ending his career uh, potentially uh like in his own terms and not because a doctor told him to retire like end his career because of this nagging injury but yeah, i saw yeah. I, I saw this video on youtube this guy was like he, he made a fantasy booking of how edge would have his own revenge tour now like a retirement tour like he will face some guys he faced before and some guys that he never faced before it even it even involves him winning the united states championship pero if we like realistically speaking, if we really apply that in real life, parang eh, that's too much effort. Uh, realistically speaking, parang impossible siyang gawin in real life. But it's something you would do in universe mode. That's what I would say. All right, uh, ikaw, Chino, what uh, did you get emotional because you're a longtime fan, patalaga? Like mas mas longtime. Yeah, fan no, um, I'm I'm not the biggest Edge or Christian fan, but I'm happy for them and I'm especially happy for Edge. Because as somebody who's come back from injury, Edge has been really living his best life in his wrestling career. Sana he got the most out of it in this run. And tama si Rowan when he said Edge got to end his career supposedly on his terms and not because he got injured again. Not because he had to step out of the ring. We don't know if this is really his last match. He hasn't said anything, hasn't said as much. Because, But we do know he will be gone for a significant amount of time because of the new Percy Jackson series that he's been announced to be a part of. Right? So, I the shooting schedule. Nun. And plus, I, seeing Edge in this later run of his career, the nuances that he's been able to bring to his story, 
Diba? Na, na hindi lang siya dark brooding character, but he also knows how to act to a camera. Like, he's talking directly to us, the viewer. Was something that I always enjoyed whenever I saw an Edge promo, especially against his feuds with Silla Orton and them. So, good kudos to Edge. Congratulations on such a storied career. And hopefully, we get to see him uh, in the near future. Yeah, uh, if we thank Trish Stratus earlier for everything she's given to this business, then I think it's only appropriate that we thank another all-time great from the great country of Canada. Thank you, Edge, for everything you've given us, uh, especially for me as an Edge head, as an uh, as a wrestling fan who um, just really appreciated yung dating that Edge brought to every performance that I've seen him in since uh, the early 2000s. Um, it's such a meaningful weekend talaga for, for, for professional wrestling. And if this really is it, then I'm glad, as Rowan said, that Edge was able to close the book on his career in his own terms. And I wish him nothing but the best in everything that he decides to do outside of wrestling. Uh, you know, that includes the upcoming Percy Jackson series that Chino mentioned and everything else that he'll be doing uh, moving forward. That brings us to the end of our Picks of the Week episode. Thank you so much to everybody who joined us. As always, you can hit us up with your picks over on Twitter and on TikTok at Wrestling2XPod. Uh, you got the live stream coming up on Thursday at 7 p.m. Facebook.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. On YouTube, same, uh, same feed. It is at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And uh, we're also on TikTok at Wrestling2XPod where you can catch these live streams. Uh, but if you want to catch the audio-only versions, then... Feel free to leave us a rating and uh, leave us a comment on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you very much to Babyface producer Jasper and all of the producers over at the Pod Network for all of the great work that they do behind the scenes. And yung mga pictures namin that we've been uploading, thank you very much to Philip Ko, one of our bosses over at the Pod Network and the people over at Cinematica Studios. Thank you to George Delfin and Elaine Silva for uh, doing a great glam-up job on us for those photos. Uh, Our profile pics are on our Instagram as well, so go check those out. And thank you to every listener who continues to make the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast a part of your weekly wrestling diet because uh, Lord knows there's so much wrestling content out there and the fact that you make time for us really means the world to us. Sorry, just uh, because I've been gone for the pod and I apologize good people of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, but it's because I've been working on my second hour that's happening this Saturday, August 26th at Wicked Dogs BGC. Tickets are still very much available. ComedyManila.ph slash shows. Come out, guys. This is a special that I am tailoring for a Southeast Asian tour later in 2024. So, if you want to see early steps, early inception of, of this uh, special that I'm doing, please come by. It's going to be very fun. We have a lot of friends joining me on stage as well. So, it'll be a good time. August 26th. Saturday, uh, Wicked Dogs BGC. Tickets at 500 Or if you prefer a walk-in, it's 700 at the door. ComedyManila.ph slash shows. All right. Uh, so go check that out and support Chino as well. And we will see you on the next live stream this Thursday at the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. On behalf of Rowan ASH and Chino Liao, my name is Stan C. Thank you very much another episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast in the books. Stay safe, stay healthy, and don't be a dick. We're out of here. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast out. Peace. 
The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.